Hello, lovely single mums, and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll be discussing whether to change back to your maiden name or not. My name is Lucy Good, and I'm the founder of Beanstalk Single Mums. We're an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. We offer a blog that covers everything for your single mother journey. We've got a single mum anonymous forum, ebooks and e-courses, as well as exclusive single mum discounts and giveaways. And it can all be found completely free on our website, beanstalkmums.com.au. But right now, we're going to focus on today's podcast, And I'm excited to welcome an absolutely perfect guest to take us through this discussion about name change. And that is Genevieve Dennis from Easy Name Change. Now, before I let Jen come on and chat to us and share her expertise, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. It's interesting. Um, Jen is a married mum of two girls who are six and eight. They live on the Gold Coast for roughly three quarters of the year and they head off to Cambodia for term four and for the summer holidays. So living the dream, I think. Um, Jen started her business, Easy Name Change, back in 2008, following the experience of her own marriage breakdown and the hideous process of changing her name. At the time, she was jobless and thought, why the hell not? She launched Easy Name Change. Um, Three weeks later, she moves fast, this lady, and the next month was to see it launch in both Canada and in the UK. So Jen and her husband, they make a great team as they're still working together and um, us single mums are in awe that um, a husband and wife can actually work together and still be (laughs) married. (laughs) Their next business idea is underway with the hope to launch in 2020. Although this time round they've got kids in the mix and one can never tell when that will actually happen. (laughs) It would take a little bit longer this time round. Jen, welcome to the Beanstalk podcast. Thank you, Lucy. It's great to be here. And thank you because you are just spot on for this conversation. It's a question that comes up time and time again on the single mum vine. Um, Should I go back to my maiden name? Should I change my name to something else? How easy is it to do? So we're going to answer all of those questions. But just very quickly, and not to go off topic for too long, just tell us a little bit about this Cambodia thing that you do, because I got the information from you about, you know, going to Cambodia for term four in the summer holidays. And ever since I saw it, I'm thinking, how does she wangle that? What does she do over there? (laughs) Well, I was actually struggling to get pregnant. And this is 10 years ago. We were wondering, you know, should we take off and see the world and quit our corporate jobs before life just becomes the mundane drudgery that it can be? So we decided to take off and travel and look for a place to live. And we found Cambodia, which was a surprise. We thought we'd end up in Malaysia. But this beautiful little town of Kampot, it's so welcoming. And um, then I found out I was pregnant during um, three months later. I found out I got pregnant during my notice period. So as we sort of were spending six months there, we thought, well, why would we go back and raise, you know, village to raise a child? So why would we go back to this cold, isolated city and suburbs of Melbourne and go back to the drudgery of, you know, splitting work and childcare when we could have a really supportive community around us helping with the children? So that's what we did. And it worked out really well because it meant we could really throw ourselves into our business They've got really fast internet. They've got um, you know, great kindergartens and a really good expat community. So now we come and go um, to get the best of both worlds. 
Oh, wow. What a fantastic life. And you just wouldn't imagine it, would you, being able to have that fast internet and things like that over there. So good for you. That's so interesting. Oh, it's so much faster. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm having trouble with my internet today. So I'm kind of thinking, Cambodia sounds quite a good move. <laughs> We're spinning circles. Right. Okay. Look, we'll move straight on uh, because I want to get as much information out to our listeners as possible, so they've got they can make a really informed decision about what to do with their name um, at the end of this podcast. So, my first question to you, Jen, is that our names are such a massive part of our identity. So, for this reason, when couples divorce, many women feel unsettled holding on to their married name. Why is it so important for us to feel comfortable with the name we have? Well, good question, Lucy. Um, If you only have to pick up a magazine and you can tell that our names are part of our identity and it's really like a brand for people, everyone wants to feel confident in their own skin. So it's only logical that we want to feel like our name is something unique and that it really belongs to us and it suits us. Uh, So it's totally understandable if you've got a name that you weren't born with, it could feel like a foreign name. So even if you've been married for 30 years or even married for 15 years and divorced for 15 years, you still might not feel like that name really belongs to you, that married name. Uh, We've been running the Australian Name Change Survey since 2010. We poll all sorts of people as to why they've changed names. We specifically look at people who have reverted to their previous name. It could be following a marriage breakup or separation or they just prefer their former name. Um, And what we find was really surprising. The people, particularly the divorced and separated ladies, when they when we ask them if they have an improved sense of identity, 78% of respondents agree or strongly agree that they do have that improved sense of identity. And the same number say they're happier as well. So you could be sitting on this big decision and not know how you're going to feel afterwards. Chances are you're, you're going to feel happier and have an improved sense of identity if you do go back to your former name. Mm. And um, look, we, the other interesting insight as to what motivates these ladies, these ladies to go back to their former name is that they don't want any association with their spouse's family. Uh, we give them about five different choices to choose from, and that's the strongest reason that resonates with most of our listeners. And then the second, the second biggest motivating factor was having a stronger identity with my former name. Mm. So... It's it really I'm um, touching on identity is such a big part of us and it is one of the real driving factors that identity and then closely followed by not wanting to have that association with your ex and that's different for everyone your ex might be a great guy or a great lady and you might feel um, you know not have that icky feeling when you think about them but if you do have that icky feeling and you're carrying their name around it feels like you're sort of you know misbranded I suppose yeah yeah. I was just I was just having a look at this because I was thinking, what about changing? Is it always the the surname that they change, or is it sometimes the first name as well? Yes, we actually poll them on this and say what name, what name, what names are you changing? So we can segment this down to um, specifically looking at the respondents who are, are reverting to their previous name. Uh, while it is most common for divorcees or ladies separated to go back to their former name, it is interesting that 13% wow. of ladies this year in our most recent poll took a name they have never held before and compare that to how we were six years ago, only 5% of respondents took a name they've never held before. So if you don't feel an attachment to your first name or you just don't like your middle name, 
um, it, it's a great time to just make that complete brand makeover, I can say. But yeah. it is a slightly different. It is a slightly different process. If you want to go back to your former name, you just show your. You don't even need to be divorced. You just show your marriage and birth certificates together, and that's all the proof you need to go back to that name on your birth certificate. Or if you've been married a few times in between, any name that previ- has a previously appeared on a marriage certificate. Um, but if you do want to take uh, any any change, no matter how small or large, to any of your given names, that requires a legal name change. So it just requires a little bit of extra form filling and patience with um, mm. getting documentation back from birth, death, marriages. But you know, if you're going to do it, why not? Why not go all in? <laughs> why not? Yeah, I, I can imagine there's some pretty crazy names out there, isn't there? <laughs> In fact, because I'm on Facebook on the group all the time and I've got so many people that I think, oh, I wonder if that's their real name or whether it's their Facebook name because Facebook's a good, Facebook's actually a really good way to maybe test the change because you can change your name on Facebook and see how that's how that kind of feels for you over a period of time and if you're liking that name then you could make the official changes to it but I think it's great that's absolutely right there's actually a day called get a different name day and um it runs it's it's a very obscure day that's not that it's not that common. So I'm just looking it up on my phone to tell all the listeners what day they can test out their new name. It's every February 13th. It's the end of different name day. So it's coming up. It's coming up soon. It's a day before Valentine's Day. So if you don't feel like celebrating Valentine's Day, get in a day earlier, test out your new name on get a different name day and see how it feels. That's such you a know, you're brilliant idea. Yeah, because you can get that feel. Because you were saying that people are unsure as to how they're going to feel once they have changed their name. And you were saying something like 70-odd percent are really happy with that change. Um, I think That's it would right. be unlikely for people not to be happy with the change, but they might think, oh, it hasn't really made any difference. But look, it's it's really great. We've already ascertained here that, you know, you can do anything if you want to. And um And it generally seems that making the change can be um, a really good thing um, if you want to to rebrand yourself, certainly. So can you talk us through... That's right. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, just agreeing with you. And when you're talking about, you know, that hesitation, like we want to try out a new name and we don't know how we're going to feel. There is one of the interesting things is when we do our survey, one of the main reasons people delay changing their name if they are legally changing their name is they worry what their parents will think. So the good thing is for most of our listeners, you don't have to worry about what your partner thinks. It's entirely your choice. But if you are worried about what your parents think, um, you know what, they will get over it. So a lot of people sadly do wait till their parents' demise until they change their first or given name. But, you know, all our listeners are in a great situation where they, they can be more empowered and they've got more of a driving motivation. To yes, just go off and exactly. make that change. So why not? Yeah, and also I think if you can sit them down and tell them why you're doing it and, you know, it's nothing to do with rebuking them as family. It's something that you need to do for yourself because of what's happened in your life. Um, I'm sure that they would understand. Look, I'm just going to intercept here just for the listeners, just to say we've got a slight delay on the line here, (laughs) Jen and I, which is why we're a little bit stop-start. Our internet, as I said, we should be in Cambodia, um, is a little bit slow today. So sorry if we sound a tiny bit disjointed, but um, hopefully it it will get a bit better as we go along. But I'll move on to our next question, which we've covered slightly anyway already in our chat. But look, can you talk us through why we're reverting to our maiden name um, after the divorce is a good decision to make. 
Okay, well, looking back at the survey data we've had from the name from our annual name change survey, it's pretty obvious to conclude the most important reason we should go back to our former name is for our mental health. Um, you know, if you're if you're if you're not feeling 100% you, uh, and you want to feel you have an improved sense of identity and you want to feel happier, changing your name is definitely going to help you achieve that sense of being more comfortable in your skin. Mm. We know that over 70% of people in a relationship who have changed their name will feel happier and 59% will be more confident. Um, on the flip side, about a quarter of people who go on to change names after marriage, after divorce or separation, will also feel some loss, but that's also mm. natural. You know, you're leaving part of your life behind. But interestingly, we look at brides and brides should be the happiest and we poll them about their attitudes to name change. When we ask brides how they're feeling in terms of happier, more confidence and improved sense of identity, only 26% of brides are happier after they change names and only 19% have an improved sense of identity. So if our listeners think back to when they first got married and first made the change, they probably weren't overly yeah. happy about it, but here's a chance to make all that right. Yeah, that's such an interesting statistic. It was something that really struck me when we go back and do the data mining, we found all sorts of interesting trends in there. And look, this is something no one else is researching besides easy name change. So it's just fascinating stuff. And we run this year on year because we can see changes to trends and attitudes. For the divorcees, the biggest trend is really not wanting to go back to your former name if that name doesn't really resonate with you. You know, mm -hmm. we're more, more, more um, empowered to do as we like these days with, without having to really be too mindful of everyone else telling us what to do. I think because you, you perhaps don't want to go back to your maiden name because you feel you're not that person that you were before, but you don't want to keep the name that you've got. So having something quite different just seems really appropriate. That's right. And also name change does have that stigma from the English 1700s where you were your father's property and then you become yes. your husband's property. And when you divorce, I mean, we don't really think of it these days, but there is that icky backdrop to name change history. And, um, you know, we are more brand conscious, so we mm. do need to really consider, is it right for me? Yeah, exactly. And also it does come down to the simplicity of the spelling or how to pronounce it and things like that. I mean, I'm, I've been divorced for seven years now and my surname is still my married name, which is good. G-O-O-D, so easy. Why would you get rid of that name? My, my maiden name was, was one of those names that nobody could spell. Um, and I've had a business for five years and my name is my brand. I wouldn't change for the world. Um, I'm really happy with the name. But it, there's so many factors to it, isn't there, that, that you have to take into account. And everybody's unique. There's definitely that practical reality to does the name, you know, can, can people spell it? Um, you know, do people tease me because it rhymes with something else? Yeah. Uh, but also the, the biggest, really the biggest hurdle will also be what about my children? Yes, so if you course. do have children, you will have different names than your children and that is often a really difficult decision to make. And if your partner is involved in your pic is in, in the picture, um, if you want to change your children's name, it's probably doubtful they will approve it because it does need consent from both parents. Yes. But um, one of the flip side of having an absentee partner that has nothing to do with their kids' lives, that is uncontactable, that is um, drifted off, dropped off the face of the planet, is you don't need parental consent from a parent that doesn't have any parental responsibility. So mm -hmm. some of our listeners might be able to just make a change for their children as well. But, yeah, the, having children, school-age children, 
um, can be can be a bit tricky. But I'm getting ahead of myself because I know you're going to ask me about yeah, that. Yeah, no, well, I was. I was. My next question was going to be what are the pitfalls of changing our name at this point in our lives? And sure, yeah, number one of that would be um, having a different name to your kids. Um, but any others? Um, well, but that's the big one. Um, anecdotally, we know some women say they feel like they're being sussed out when their name changes. It's like, oh, really? You've got that awkward wa- um, water cooler conversation with people in the office. You know, when you go to the school and you pick up your kids, you've got the people behind the counter thinking, oh, are you the mum? Are you the nanny? Who Are, are you the aunt? You know, when you've got a different names from your kids, mm. it can be tough, you know, and you don't you don't want to feel like you're being judged, but sometimes you can't help but to get that feeling. But really, besides that disjoint, the disjoint of the name from your children, and if you are changing your first and middle names, perhaps that slight nervousness around telling your parents, there's really no other pitfalls. Um, it's, it's actually a really simple process to go through. So most of the um, listeners might recall when they changed their name a few years back, I, I gather the vast majority managed their own name change. And getting on the phone to each company and calling up to find out what to do, um, it's really difficult. Um, but on the, we can help make that much easier. So you don't have to worry about the administration. If you're going back to your former name, you don't need to worry about any specific legal proof. There's no extra application that you need to do. It's just having that marriage certificate and birth certificate and birth death marriages or if you've been married more than once, all the marriage and all the divorce certificates together with your birth certificate. And you can use these to go back to any of your former names. If you're divorced, <laughs> you can also hold your divorce order. Everyone's um, thinking at the moment, oh, where have I put my birth certificate? <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. Where is it? Is it mum's place? In the filing that's, that's possibly the, the hardest part of the process, finding that. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. So it's not, it's, you know, there's no real downside beside that initial, the initial hump when you're changing your name out in Facebook and people are going, oh, what's going on with, you know, Lucy Good? She's not Lucy Good anymore. Um, You know, and they're wondering if you've got a new relationship perhaps and all the prying eyes. But that'll that'll all settle down over a month or two and you'll have your new passport, your new photo ID. You'll be using that new name. Uh, and you'll be feeling a lot better about it. And it's, it, it is quite a simple process to go through. So really, besides that, there's really no pitfalls except, um, yeah, none except for just what your family and friends might be thinking. Yeah, and, 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 and any problems with the ex as well. Any problems with the ex could be a problem, but um, we can always sweet talk them, can't we? <laughs> yes, and really it's none of their business anyway. Yeah. That's very true, very true. But um, I, I just had no idea it was so easy, quite frankly. So just even the, the chat so far has been a revelation in terms of name change because I was sure it was a lot more complex. And, and what's really interesting is that you can do it before you get divorced as well. I had no idea. Um, so look, we've thought very carefully about this and we've decided that, yes, we're going to go for it. We're going to revert to our maiden name or um, do some sort of name change, but we'll focus on that uh, um, moving back to the maiden name for now. So what are the next steps we need to take to change our name? And, you know, who do we need to notify? You've, you've mentioned some of it for us, but if you can just clarify for those mums who are thinking of thinking of doing it. Well, first of all, let me congratulate you on making the chance to do something for yourself, Yay! Lucy. <laughs> so really the trickiest, the trickiest part to the whole process is to learn what each company needs for you to do. So there's a number of processes. You might need to visit a branch in person. You might need to send a letter or an email. You could have a form that you need to complete. 
or you could need to log into your account. So this is the time-consuming part is what does each company need? And then not just that, do I need to send a photocopy of my documents, my marriage and divorce certificates, or do I need to send a certified copy or maybe they need an updated photo ID? So that's, that's, the, that's the difficult part. So my tip for this is just get started. If you don't have your birth death, if you don't have your marriage certificate or your birth certificate, go to the state birth deaths marriages website where your event happened and reorder any certificates. They're only about thirty to forty dollars each. Uh, so that just gets you started. And then there's five places that you need to go to in person, and there's absolutely no getting around these. So get a pen and write these five companies down for anyone that is thinking of changing names. First of all, you'll need to go to the Department of Human Services in person and that will get your Centrelink and Medicare changed at the same time. If you bank with a bank that has a large branch network, you'll need to go and visit any of those, any branch in person with your original documents. You'll also need to get your driver's license changed in person. And if you have a passport, you'll need to go to the Australia Post and get a passport interview for that. So whenever you're visiting um, one of these organisations in person, always take your original certificates and photo ID. It doesn't matter if the photo ID is under your old name or the new name because your birth, death, marriages documents will link all those names together. So this is, um, we can know it's hard to get out to these places because you might be working full time, juggling a lot going on at the same time. So that's just, if you can get those five done, then you're pretty much over the line. The rest is just a piece of cake. So, um, the next step is it can be time-consuming. You can get on the phone or email and contact each organisation to say, what do you need? Where do I send it? What do I include? Or you can just go to Easy Name Change. And what our service does is we've got a database of over 500 Australian companies and you can just choose your bank, your insurance, your superannuation, your um, car insurance, your home insurance, health insurance. Um, if you're a nurse or a teacher, we've got all the professional accreditation boards and um, utilities, water, gas, just go through, choose all the companies, and then we will push out to you, ready to send forms, letters, and emails. So you can pretty much just sign, attach the document we've listed, and just send it off. So we take that six-hour job down to about a 15-minute job, uh, and that takes care of pretty much everything else. You'll, need, you'll either have your name change done with those companies, or you'll know exactly what step to do next, whether you need to make a phone call or log on to a part of the website and follow specific steps. Um, so yeah, that cuts that cuts out a huge amount of the effort factor from name change. That means once you've visited those five companies to get your name changed in person, you can get most of the rest done in about fifteen minutes, and that's it. You start using your new name straight or old name, your new old name straight away. <laughs> and um, can you just because it is super cheap, isn't it? What do you charge? And I know you've got a special for us, but what's the normal cost of doing that service? Uh, it's thirty-five dollars, and mean- that will save you six to eight hours. That is nothing compared to the amount of time that you would lose trying to do it yourself. Um, when you could be working, you could be spending time with the kids, you could be getting dinner done, or you could just be chilling out watching Netflix. God, that's money well spent. That is super <laughs> cheap. Um, and But as I say, you have got a special for us as well. So we'll go on to that at the end of the podcast. But it kind of what you just said leaves us with very little excuse not to do it if we want to do it. As you say, there's a five places that we do Absolutely. have to visit but we know what they are so even if it's like saying all right i'm not in any rush to do this i'm going to do one a week um that would be my task to get one a week done and then um after that just contact you guys at easy name change and you basically do the rest and then you're off and running and start working out your new signature really (laughs) because that's probably the hardest thing isn't it (laughs) 
<laughs> and you don't have to go back to your old signature either. You can even have a new signature exactly. for, your, for your old name. You, you could really change it to match your new personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be the good bit, working out the signature. So look, my last question for you here, Jen. What are your final words of advice to the ladies listening who are still umming and ahhing about what to do with their name? Okay, well, the good news is it is such a personal choice. So the good news is if you don't feel ready to do it now, there's absolutely no time limit and you don't need to be rushed into it. So when we survey our, our name changes, we know 50% of respondents who had been living with their married name for over 20, they took 20 years to go back to their former name. So many women with children might wait 10 or 15 years longer until their children are grown up. So it's okay to choose your timing. So it might not feel right now that you've got kids that are six and eight years old and they're in primary school and everyone knows you by your married name. But if you want to wait until your kids are 18 or 20 years old, that's no stress. You can apply for it. Uh, at any time. I even had a lady that was 92 that called me up a few weeks ago to ask how she changed her name. So it's oh never goodness. too late. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's absolutely up to you. Whenever you change your name, the timing is good and the law won't change. So that former name, interestingly, if you get married, you, you're never actually legally changing your name. When you show your marriage certificate and take your spouse's surname, you're only assuming their name which means that former name is yours to use at any time for any reason, no matter what your marital status is or no matter how much time has lapsed between any particular events. Well, that would be a good um, argument with the ex, wouldn't it? If you say, well, actually, I haven't actually taken your married name. I've only assumed it temporarily and I'm going to now go back to my that's actual right. name. Or <laughs> well, the other thing you can also do, let's say you're a school teacher, you can also continue to keep teach under your, your married name and then change all your identity documents into your um, former name. So okay to be known by one name um, socially and then legally hold a, a different name. Yeah. Um, if it's a, you know, if it's a married versus birth name. So you can, you can pick and choose the right name for the different places, but we do say it's best to have all your ID and documentation and accounts consistently under one name, whichever it is, but it's okay to start using your former name. So the other thing you can also do, if any of our listeners aren't ready to, do the paperwork you can also just start calling yourself by your former name and also hold the paperwork off for you know six months or a year so mm. is you, you can approach it either way um and, and really take your time to feel like you've got it right yeah okay well look there's so much information there thank you so much for that lots of stuff i didn't know so i can certainly help people with questions um, when they come up as they always do on the single mum vine um and also pass them your way um we are running out of time here and I think we've done okay with this internet I hope that we've been clear enough for everybody we've just been a little bit there's been a few gaps in between um when we're talking but um that's that's the beauty of Skype which is what we're talking on look before we finish up Jen though can you tell us about the special that you've got for our listeners and um also tell them where they can find you if they'd like to ask you a question or they'd like to use your easy name change service sure Thanks, Lucy. Uh, well, we, as we mentioned before, our name change kits start from $35. That's for a digital kit, so you can print that one off using the work printer. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, offering, we're offering all listeners $10 off any easy name change kit. Uh, so $35 printer kit goes, sorry, $35 digital kit goes down to $25. And our $75 kit, which will print and post to you, goes from $75 down to $65. So on the checkout page, just 
enter the promo code Beanstalk and we'll give you $10 off any kit. Uh, you can find Easy Name Change online at www.easy name change and easy is E-A-S-Y just because we operate in America and Americans like to have it differently. Um, au. Or if you have any tricky name change questions or you're just not sure, or maybe you're a new, you're an Australian citizen and you were married, you took your citizenship in your married name, uh, um, there's all different, everyone's got a unique story. So if you have any tricky questions and you're not really sure how, how everything relates to you, all the listeners are free to hit me up on email and I'll get back to each and every one personally. My email address is Jen, which is G for good, E for echo, N for November, Jen at easynamechange.com.au. Great. And that email address is also on the discount directory, which is where the special sits on the Beanstalk website as well. Um, and when I uh, put this uh, podcast onto the website, I'll also make sure there's a link through to your website. So plenty of ways to contact Jen. So please do, don't delay, get your name changed. It's so exciting, exciting new beginnings. Um, so thank you so much, Jen, for coming on and giving us great food for thought about changing our name and also an understanding of how super easy it really is. Um, it's just, it's very enlightening to know that some things in life do get easier. Um, and people like yourself come along and, and have a really wonderful idea through your own experience of changing your own name and um, just make it easier for everybody else. And it's such a, a low price as well. $35 to save six hours of form filling in for me um, is definitely a good buy. Um, but thank you for coming on and sharing your expertise about name change with us today. Um, good luck with the launch of the next business. And I'm thinking you must be heading back over to Cambodia sometime fairly soon. Yes, we're actually leaving next week. So we got approval from the school to take off for term four again. So this time next week, I will be on a plane. Oh, you are lucky. Enjoying the, some beautiful, kids... glorious Cambodian high-speed internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. And the kids go to school in Cambodia? Yeah, there's actually a, uh, my friends run a school in this little town in Kampot and there's uh, about probably 60 kids enrolled and they teach the Queensland curriculum, which is quite convenient because I'm from Queensland. So the kids really, they don't a beat um, and they get to play outside and just yeah just enjoy a complete a completely different life for four months a year oh so interesting so to we're very that. much looking forward to it yeah well you have a wonderful time Thanks, Lucy. thank you so much for coming on and chatting to me today um, and to all the single mums who are listening, well, what do you think? <laughs> are you going to change your name? And would you go back to your maiden name? Or have we maybe inspired you to choose something entirely different? Um, or even change your first name as well to something quite radical. Be that mystery woman. Um, but one thing you don't need to worry about is how hard it will be. Remember, if you've got any questions at all, um, you've got a, a tricky situation and you want to change your name, head to the Easy Name Change website or email Jen at Jen, Jen at easynamechange.com. Um, and then um, you can also find her on the discount directory alongside heaps of other single mum specials. Um, and remember, if you've not visited my website, beanstalkmums.com.au, make sure you do. Not only will you find more podcasts like this, but there's heaps of other wonderful resources for your single mother journey. Um, you can chat to me anytime on the Single Mum Vine or on the Anonymous Single Mum Forum. And you can reach both of those um, through the website. And just one final point before we leave you. 
If this podcast has helped you, and I really do hope it has, can you please take 30 seconds to rate and review it? Because the more reviews we can get, the easier the podcasts are for other single mums to find, and we can help them with support and guidance and companionship on their journey. So until next time, ladies, goodbye.